Welcome to the Making Sense of Podcast. This is Daniel Douglas, your host, bringing strategies, tips, and interviews covering technology, photography, video, and all things multimedia. It It starts starts right right now. now. In my previous episodes, I spoke with a communications expert who helps people overcome their fear of public speaking and presenting on camera and a wedding and portrait photographer who loves the interaction with her clients. I'm talking today with a photographer that has an unusual and very interesting twist on photography. So stay with me on this one. St. Rappaport is a relationship photographer, and she says she photographs couples in their best state. Thank you for joining me today, St. Well, thank you, Daniel. It's very exciting to be here and speaking with you. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I thought about this and I said, what am I going to talk about? You know, a, re- a relationship photographer. I don't know what that is. So let's just go ahead and jump right back, uh, jump into this. And give us a little bit of your background as a relationship counselor. Let's start there. Okay. So first of all, I am not a relationship counselor and not a relationship expert. Okay. I don't like big disclaimer, (laughs) Um, but I have studied psychology like a bit and I do it mostly together with something called creative journal expressive arts that comes more as a form of a facilitator or coach um and then i mix it in together with the relationship photography that i do but i'm no expert okay we got that cleared up so your expertise then more so is in photography Yes, in photography. And like I said, together with this CJEA thing, it's a really interesting method of using your non-dominant hand to access your subconscious and your emotions. So I started off with relationship photography and then moved on and mixing in this journaling together with it. Okay. Your non-dominant hand, what is that? Your non-dominant hand is the hand that you don't usually use to write with. For someone like me, I'm right-handed, but sometimes I switch off and use my left hand just because I can't. But you usually write with your right hand? Normally, I do write with my right hand. Okay, so then your non-dominant hand would be your left hand. Okay. You also have a podcast show, correct? That's right. Uh, Let's talk about that for a little bit. Okay, so because I deal with relationships and the photography aspect in the CJA coaching aspects I wanted to do more to just help couples I find relationships really interesting and because I'm not the expert I instead interview all sorts of people so either everyday people who have a great relationship or marriage therapists and just literally pick their brains to find the best way to have an extraordinary relationship what's the name of your your podcast show Life picks relationships. Okay. Help me out here. I'm a single guy. If I were in a relationship and let's just say the relationship was okay, but it could be better. How would you coach me? What would be the process if I connected with you? So together with photography. Yes. Okay. So. Do you want me to explain first what 
the relationship photography aspect is? Yeah, I mean, we were going to get into that, but I think we should jump into that right now because... Yeah, I think it'll be easier to understand the yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so relationship photography, which, by the way, you probably never heard of, like you said, because it's a term I just use to describe what I do. Um, so most people don't know what it is, but basically is I take pictures of people in their ultimate state of love and connection, right? So going back to that example, if you were in a relationship where it was okay, but it wanted to be better, we would take, I would help you get to the state of that real love, that intimacy, that connection, or whatever other emotion you want in your relationship. Take a picture of it, and then choose your favorite one to hang up on the wall like a vision board. That vision board, how do you, and with the group, I'm trying to understand this, how would you, with the group, with the photographs, it, would there be a follow-up with that? A follow-up session, sit down and say, hey, look, listen, here are the images that we took or that I took, and here's your different states of love connection or? Emotions. Emotions. Yeah. Okay. I see where you're going with this, uh, but I'm confused as to how I'm trying to put myself in that in that position. So let's back up a little bit. I'm in a relationship. It's okay, but it could be better. We connect with you and the person or persons that you partner with, and we talk about our relationship and how we think it could be better. So from that point, where would you kick in? Okay. So today I am like going to mix going back to your original question that was before, just to explain it, like the whole process altogether. I would start with the journaling part with really journaling and coaching them through the journaling of a really understanding what they want in a relationship because many times you say you want a better relationship, but you don't know what that is. Right. Like you can't describe it. So like you tell someone what they want, they'll tell you everything they don't want. I don't want this. I don't want that, but they can't put into words what they do. So by journaling with your non-dominant hand, drawing pictures, painting, getting all creative with the non-dominant hand, then you access the subconscious and get really clear in your mind what you are going to want your relationship to look like. Okay. Yeah. After we have like two or three sessions of that, then we go and we work on what we want in the photo shoot. What do you really want to express in the photo shoot? What sort of emotions? Take the pictures, which is a blast because you already work through what you want your relationship to look like and you know what sort of emotions you want to portray in this photo shoot so we're not like strangers here like when before I did this relationship photography I would many times it would be the first time I would meet the people especially if it's the kids or something of the sort and here they already know me we're much more comfortable it's much easier to get comfortable and get those emotions out then after the photo shoot they choose their favorite picture, a favorite pictures that they're going to want to hang up on their wall. The vision board will train their subconscious and just their mind to know what they want, what they're looking for, and constantly help them get there. 
and we continue journaling with the pictures and doing all sorts of art activities with the pictures to overcome blockages or challenges or anything that's in the way of helping you get that relationship. Okay, so it's it's a lot clearer to me now. So here's a follow-up question for you. Do you see couples that are engaged to be married? Yeah, they don't have to be married as long as they're in a committed relationship. Okay, how has that worked out? Let me just back up for a minute because I used to shoot weddings a lot. As you were talking, of course, my brain was spinning and I smell the smoke now. <laughs> um, I'm saying that wedding photographers could actually use this information because one of the things when you when you meet a couple and you're trying to book them for their engagement shoot and their uh, their wedding, it's it's more of a relationship building. They have to trust you as the photographer and you have to feel comfortable with that couple as well. So I can see some of your methods actually helping photographers, not only wedding photographers, but portrait photographers as well. Do you see that? For sure. Because like you said, there's that relationship that's there before. There's that trust that's there before. You're coming much more prepared and much more open to the actual photo shoot. How did you get started with all of this? I think you mentioned that before. I'm not sure. Okay. So it was a process that happened over time. So I was always into photography since I was a little kid. Like I started getting paid for it probably since I was 12. Uh, in college, I rented a studio and did photo shoots there. As I was doing the photo shoots, I realized my favorite part of it was that emotions part, seeing the real emotion come out. And the place you see that most is in a relationship. So I decided to go into that and I started with the vision boards, but vision boards are great, but they don't actually solve the problems. So I was doing just the vision boards for some time and it's like, okay, I need to do something else. And then I was just looking out for different things. And when I came across this CJA thing, then I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm going to add this to what I do. What is the CJ? C-J-E-A. Yes, I did not make up the name. It's really long. It stands for Creative Journal Expressive Arts. It's a method um, that Dr. Lucia Capicchioni created. And it's based on? She, like, I don't want to say, like, made it up, but she discovered it while she was chronically ill, healed herself from it, and then did real research afterwards based on Roger's Sperry's research of the right and left side of the brain and things like that. Okay. So this is really, this is different for me. You started photography young, like a lot of us have. Before you branched into the relationship side of photography, what were you doing uh, photographically then? So there was a point I was doing lifestyle photography. Okay. And I was doing um, portraits, like family portraits, and modeling a bit also. So how how is it now with the pandemic? And I know things are, they were pretty bad in, in New Jersey at a time and, and down here in the Washington, D.C. area. How is the photography side, how is business in general for you? Okay, so the coaching part is able to move all 
over Zoom. That was no problem. The hard part was doing the actual photo shoots. So during the time when we really couldn't go out, then we would either use pictures they have from the past. Like literally anyone who's listening could do the same, like take wedding pictures or just the picture that really shows that emotions and worked with that. Um, but as soon as things started opening up a bit, then we were able to start doing photo shoots, like staying far away because, you know, you don't have to be that close right. to the person. Do you have anything to add uh, that we didn't cover or something that we should know about what you do and the type of photography? I think you got it all. <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> Nobody, I could also like talk forever, you know, like if you ask more questions, I could answer, but I think you pretty much covered everything. Did you think about other ways that you could do the photography side? And for example, I, I read something somewhere and I wish I could remember who it was so I could give that person credit, but they were talking about doing remote photography. Yes, I actually heard that, heard about that and was suggested by that. Um, I didn't see that, especially working with the clients that I was working with. Okay. If somebody that would want to do that, I'd be more than glad. But because I had to make do somehow in the past, right, like with finding old pictures or stuff or other such things, then I think we'll continue working with that if we need. If hopefully not, but if there's a second wave, then that's what we'll do. Right. Okay, well, St. I really, again, I really do appreciate you coming on the show uh, and explaining that uh, to us. I want to make sure that people go to your podcast, and uh, so if you can just give us the URL to the podcast and any other links that you have, and we'll also include those in the show notes. Awesome. Yeah, the podcast you could go to, like I said, Life Picks Relationships. That's with the X L I F P I X relationships on all platforms or all major platforms i should say um and if you want to speak with me you could go to lifepicksrelationships.as.me and i'd love to speak to you there cool again st i really do appreciate you coming on the show well thank you for having me it was great speaking to you if you like this show please subscribe and leave me a review on apple podcasts spotify google podcasts or your favorite podcasting app. You can also leave me a message about this episode or suggest new content. Go to speakpipe.com forward slash making sense of or click on the link in the show notes and leave a brief audio message. That's it for today. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you next time.